ooey gooey Hong Kong fooey. It's your boy Big Breezy, aka Be Nice, aka the Guru, aka the five time champion, aka I'm gonna help you win a championship. And thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful, beautiful Monday, May 4th. We active. I'm here with you. You here with me. It's the lockdown. You know what time it is. It's zone coverage time, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Blessings, man. I'm so proud. I'm so glad to be out here, man. I'm blessed to be here with you guys. I'm blessed to have you guys listening to me. We got another good show for you guys. I got winners and losers of the draft coming up. We're going to go through the draft, talk about some winners and losers. We're going to be talking about some of the spots that they landed in. I'm loving it, man. Let's go, man. I got a little bit of news for you guys. You know what I'm saying? I got a little bit of news. I got, you know what? I had a few people literally send me some voice messages asking me some questions. So I'm going to get to those. And, um, you know, hey, man, we're going to keep this zone coverage rolling, baby. Keep sending your emails. You know, keep hitting me up on Twitter. Zone coverage, baby. You know what time it is. Let's go. First, before I start the news, I want to give a special blessing out to the Shula family um, and the NFL family. We lost a great one today. Uh, Don Shula died today at 90. Um, He was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins and one of the original coaches of the Baltimore Colts. He's had the NFL's only undefeated season in 1972 with the Dolphins. He's a great teacher, man. He's a great teacher. He did things the right way. So Don Shula, rep, rest in peace, brother. Um, NFL lost a good one, man. He's a legend. So Don Shula, blessings, brother. Blessings. You will be missed. News and headlines. First off, Andy Dalton was signed by the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, Andy Dalton got a one-year deal. He signed with the Dallas Cowboys. I like that, man. He backing up Dak, Dak Prescott. Now, basically, that's giving you insurance with Dak to where if Dak don't come in, you got a quality guy that can run a team. If Dak gets hurt, you got a quality guy that can run the team. Basically, Jerry Jones is basically saying, hey, man, we got all the pieces. If Dak want to act stupid. We got somebody who's serviceable who could probably run the team. That's all that is. So I like it. He's he's automatically the best, one of the best backups in the league now. So um, Andy Dalton's got a job. He is signed. Cam Newton is still unsigned. He basically said um, he doesn't want to go to anywhere and be a backup. So um, I don't know how that's going to help him out. I don't know how that's going to, you know, how where that's going to go from there. But he basically said he's not going anywhere to be a backup. So, um. Uh, let's see here. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was granted tight end, tight end eligibility on ESPN um, formats. So Yahoo, we don't know yet. And all the other places, I don't know yet. But ESPN, Taysom Hill has tight end eligibility. So that's big news because you know what he does. He's a Swiss Army knife. You put him in a tight end, all of a sudden he might play quarterback. He might play running back. He might. He does it all. So, hey, you get them touchdowns, you get all that stuff. I like it. I like it. Um... Uh, fifth year opt time. So basically, um, teams can choose to opt in the player's fifth year option. Um, the Chiefs chose to opt in uh, Patrick Mahomes. Um, Corey Davis, <laughs> sorry ass man, we thought he was gonna be good. Corey Davis, their Tennessee Titans are declining to opt in on him. Um, Evan Ingram, they opted in on him. Uh, who else, who else, who else, who else, who else did I have here? Um, and there's a few other people, but I, you know, Mike Williams, I think they opted in on him. 
Um, other news, Michael Pittman. Okay, the drafter, the 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 draftee out of um, USC went to the Colts. So now listen to this. Frank Wright and Jim Irsay basically said Michael Pittman reminds them of who? Who did I say last time? If you remember, Vincent Jackson. Vincent Jackson. So they already said that they see it. They see it, so they want to get him involved. They already see what he can be. So I'm telling you, Michael Pittman, watch out for him. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a nice little season on him. Um, in other news, uh, the Redskins. The Redskins felt like they could pass on Tua because they seen enough from Dwayne Haskins, and they felt good enough. They said they seen enough. Ron Rivera said he's seen enough from Dwayne Haskins, and he was like, you know what? I think we got something good here. Let's hold on to Haskins. We're going to pass on Tua. So they think Haskins could be the guy, man. I like it. I think Haskins got skills. He just he just needs to, you know, grind that out a little bit more. Just put that work in. That's all. Um, Ted Ginn signed with the Bears. That's a nice little pickup. Ted Ginn signing with the Bears. I like it. I like it. Um, oh, out of news out of Seattle. Pete Carroll says... Chris Carson's will be ready. Will be ready for week one. I like it. I like it. He had a little surgery, um, hip surgery. So, you know, we had to watch out for that. But he's going to be healthy. He always gets a little banged up. But, hey, if he's good to go, I'm popping him in there. He's ready. Um, I think also, Rashard Penny, is. he said that Rashard Penny might end up on the pup list. So, watch out for that. Rashard Penny, looks like he's going to go under. He won't be ready. Um, news out of... News out of uh, San Francisco, Dante Pettis is on the bubble. He might be cut. You know, they just picked up um, Brandon Ayuk. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. But Dante Pettis, he, was on a, he, he, he wasn't looking too good last year. So, I think his time's up in San Francisco, basically. So, that is your news. Are you a winner, boy? Or are you a loser? Rookie edition. Welcome to the winners and losers episode. Just want to jump into the draft, man, and just talk about maybe some teams that won, maybe some players that won that will be in great positions next year to put up great numbers for you that help you win a championship, that help you win big teams, or maybe in a dynasty league, guys that you can lean on for the next five to ten years. You never know. Um, you know, I'm probably just going to go down the draft board. I might pop in and out of some spots, but <clears throat> first off, I want to start with Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow, um, being in Cincinnati, I think that's a great move. I honestly do. I think he's going to put up some numbers. He's got a, you know, Zach Taylor up there, the off type of offense he's running. He's going to give him an opportunity to really do some stuff. So I think the Cincinnati Bengals won. They got, they're loaded. They got all them weapons up there. Literally, Boyd, Ross, um, A.J. Green, T. Higgins, Mixon. You know, I mean, I feel like you got, uh, what is it, Uzama, T.J. Uzama up there, tight end. I think they got some weapons up there, man. So, Joe Burrow's got an opportunity for the next little bit to really, really take Dynasty League teams and, and people, you know, they're hey, he's got a chance to, to, to bring you a championship in the next little bit. So, Joe Burrow won. The Bengals won. Um... Tua, we'll see. I don't know about Tua. We'll see. I mean, I still think he's going to play later on. But uh, the Miami Dolphins won. Um, I don't know if Tua won yet, but I think the Miami Dolphins won because they got their guy. 
They've been eyeing Tua for a long time. Um, he, you know, they tried to tank for Tua last year, but they didn't even have to do it because they got him at number five. So I think that was good. That was, you know, I think that's a good move. I think the Miami Dolphins won because in the end, I think Tua is going to be a Drew Brees-ish type quarterback. And he's really going to help. Um, he's really going to help the Miami Dolphins out. I really do think so. The Chargers, uh, question mark there, question mark there. Um, you know, I don't know yet. Um, the Green Bay Packers, question mark there. Jordan Love, we don't know yet, question mark. They say he's good. They say, hey, listen, I'm hearing, I heard from basically, you know, insiders that GMs feel like Jordan Love could be the next, you know, Patrick Mahomes. So, just I drafted him in the Dynasty League. I felt like it was a really good pick. He was my third pick. I picked him up in the third round. So Jordan Love, he he won because honestly, he's learned. First off, he's learning behind Aaron Rodgers. So you went in there, just pay attention, and then you're in a storied franchise like the Green Bay Packers. So think about it, Green Green Bay since <laughs> since like the '90s, they had three quarterbacks. <laughs> That's it. You know, Jordan Love could be the third. So like Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. And each year, each time is basically they go for 15 years. You know what I'm saying? Brett Favre went for like 15, you know, or, or something, 10 or 15. And then Aaron Rodgers went for 15. So Jordan Love, man, he won. The Packers, I don't know yet. I don't think they won because they didn't pick the Packers loss right now. They lost. But later on, they could have won. They could win because they didn't pick up the weapons that I feel like they could have picked up. They could have picked up a receiver. They could have, you know, just helped out. But I understand because you got to think about from them guys. They're thinking like this, you know, Alan Lazard, um, uh, MVS, uh, Devontae, you know, you got all those guys up there. And, you know, you got a chance. To have like, if they're all healthy, you got a chance to have a fully loaded receiver core. You got like five or six guys already. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm not mad at them for not picking a receiver because they got like five or six of them. They, you, people forget like, like three of them was hurt last year. So, I think Jordan Love um, definitely won by getting picked by the Packers. And then the Packers right now, I think they lost. But overall, I think they'll win the situation because down the road, they're looking down the road. Um, the Raiders picking up Henry Ruggs, the third. I think they lost on this one. Just my opinion. I, I mean, I like Ruggs, but I feel like if you're the Raiders, you want to go get, I would have got Judy or I would have got um, CeeDee Lamb. Just my opinion. So I think they lost because they could have got a, a, like a bona fide number one receiver. Henry Ruggs is a, is a number two to me with maybe number one, but I think he's a number two. Could be number one. Um, so I think they lost right there, but we'll see. They got a fast guy. If they can put him in the right position and he turns into Tariq Hill, okay, they won. But I think just off the surface, me, I think they lost because they could have got Jerry Judy or Lamb. So uh, Jerry Judy next, Denver Broncos. Jerry Judy won, and the Denver Broncos won because they loaded up. Jerry Judy was arguably the, the two or the second best or the number one receiver in the whole draft. So Jerry Judy was definitely one of those guys that I felt like 
if he lands in a good spot, start a fight. And guess what? He landed in a really good spot because Denver wants to throw the ball. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Lock, lock. Bok, bok. Hey, trust me. They're going to be slinging the shit out of it. Jerry Judy's going to be... He could be a, he's got potential hey, to be that a top 10 guy one day. So I think he won, and I think Denver won on that one. They are winners. My next receiver. Ugh. The franchise won because they picked up the number one receiver I felt like in the draft. Dallas Cowboys, they picked him up. So they, the franchise won. C.D. Lamb for next year and beyond, I don't know, but I think he kind of lost. Kind of. Just because if he goes to... A place where you know he's that number one guy, you know, just say hypothetically, if he would have went to the Raiders, if he would went to Denver, if he would have went to where else, where else am I looking? Um, the Colts, the Jags, Chicago, you know, Chicago, Denver, like Pittsburgh, like anywhere like that. I would have been like, yo, oh my goodness. But like, I'm not worried about Michael Gallup. I think he's still going to be the number two there. Because you gotta think they paid Amari hundred million dollars, so they're gonna they're gonna get their money's worth out of him. CD will be number two there. But the good thing is, is I think the Dallas Cowboys have enough there to support two really good receivers. So Gallup, sorry brother, <laughs> you the third receiver now. Hey CD, that number eighty eight. You know what time it is when they give you that number eighty eight. When they give you that number 88, they expect things, expectations. So all that other bullshit, Michael Gallup's didn't know. They expect this guy to be the great. You know, Drew Pearson, Michael Irvin, Des Bryant. You know, you're like, when you put that 88 on, you got to be that dude. And they, and Irvin and Jerry Jones basically gave him that, and gave him that blessing to take that number. So I think CeeDee Lamb, they want him to be great. And he's going to pass the torch Sooner or later, Cooper won't be there because Cooper wasn't homegrown. CeeDee Lamb is homegrown, so they're going to keep him in there, and they're going to make sure he succeeds. Next year, I don't know how many targets he's going to get, but like I said, I think he he's a winner later on. He lost right now, but he's a winner later on. But Dallas won, so they're winners. My next receiver, now see, this is what I was talking about. I think this guy ended up in a good spot with Philly as far as his talents. And that's Jalen Rager. I think Jalen Rager and Philadelphia won because he is one of these guys. He's an athlete guy. He dominated. He's got good speed. And so, like, when you throw that in into that offense, when you got, you know, Wentz, Goddard, um, Ertz, Hurt Alshon, Djax is getting old, sorry-ass Nelson Aguilar, and then you got the, the budding star. I think next year is going to be a super stud, Miles Sanders. Hey, let's do it. Let's do it. You put Jalen Rager in there, put him at that the, 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 the slot receiver, or you put him at that number two. Let's go. Let's go. And then he can play special team. You, you know, you let him run a few kickoff or punt returns back or something like that, you know, because he's an athlete like that. I think they the one. These both two won. The Vikings. The Vikings won. Justin Jefferson, honestly, Justin Jefferson probably landed to me in the whole draft out of running backs and um Receivers and quarterbacks. I think Justin Jefferson out of the whole draft, he landed in the perfect spot. You can't ask for a better spot. He super won and the Vikings super won because this guy's a this guy's a he's an athlete. He's a freak. He was doing huge things at LSU. And like he's the perfect number two behind Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen Thielen's third and turning um 
30-31. So guess what? It's that time. Justin Jefferson, get your mind right. Study that book, man. I'm telling you, you won. So he's a huge winner. The Vikings are huge winners on that. Um, next, San Francisco. San Francisco picked Brandon Ayuk. Of course, Arizona State. So you know they've seen a lot of film on him. Pack uh Pack 12. So Brandon Ayuk was another one of those super freak athletes. And I think he won. I think San Francisco won with that offense. But the problem is, is you just don't know what kind of production you're gonna get out of him. Because that Shanahan runs his offense is like a madman. He don't give a shit. So he don't care who scores the touchdowns, but we know Kittle is going to be the number one guy. We know Kittle is going to be the number one guy. We know that for 100% for a fact. So we know Garoppolo really don't throw the ball down the field. He only threw the ball down the field about 6.5% last year. So we know that. Maybe he wants to stretch the field, but last year wasn't a proof of that. And so I think what you do with that is Ayuk's going to be an athlete. You're going to get him on the field. He's going to do some great things. But you just, you know, like I say, football for a franchise, he San Francisco won because they got an athlete. They got a really good guy. You lose um, you lose Emmanuel Sanders last year. So you bring him in and you let him fill in that spot. You know, you you let Matt Breida go. Now you got two running backs back there, you know, Mostert and Coleman. And you got Debo Samuels. And you put Ayuk on the other side. And you got Kittle right there in the middle. I mean, I'm, I kind of like what they did. I really like what they did. So San Francisco made some moves. I really like that. I think both of them won. We'll, but... The, uh, the jury's still out on how much production you're going to get out of AU based on offense. Um, number 32. Uh, Kansas City ended up picking up Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, I, <laughs> I told y'all before on the, one of my episodes. You put this guy in any scheme in the NFL, and he's going to flourish because he's just that type of back that literally he's going to do it all. Brian Westbrook 2.0. He won. Kansas City won. Huge winners. Huge winners. Huge winners. The champions, man, they they land a huge win with this one. They feel a need that literally could last them for the next five to eight years. I mean, Hilaire is a beast. I mean, he super win. Super win. Super win. Super win. Uh, that offense around there, it goes around. I mean, you get you got Mahomes literally dishing the ball to everybody. But they the thing about Kansas City is, is Kansas City runs the ball still. They run. They, they like to run the ball. So I like that. I like him there. And he catches out of the backfield. Yes. Yes. He catches out of the backfield, which is huge. You know, so Edwards Hilaire, huge win. Kansas City, huge winners, 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 winners. Um, the Bengals. Guess what? The Bengals won, man. The Bengals won. You got Burrow. You get your franchise quarterback. And in a draft that's loaded with receivers, you come back on your second pick and you pick up T. Higgins to replace A.J. Green. I love it. I love it. I love it. The Bengals won, man. They won. They're huge winners. Burrow and you get what do you, you get Burrow. Burrow need the, needs a mate with him to, 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 to go along the way. Guess what? T. Higgins. Yes. Yes. T. Higgins. Clemson. I, I like it, man. I, I think the Bengals won. T. Higgins won. Burrow won. Let's go. T. Higgins get in there, learn from A.J. Green, and we'll see where that goes. But T. Higgins won. He's he's uh, he's got opportunity to be big time, big time. Um, Thirty four. The Colts. The Colts won here because you got a you got a guy like Michael Pittman Jr. You, his bloodline. Michael Pittman. See, you winning. Bloodline matters. You know. And then you look at the situation. Frank Wright. 
Frank Wright likes them big receivers. You know, back in San Diego, he had all them guys with Rivers. So I like that. I like that. You know, the Vincent Jackson. I told you, Vincent Jackson 2.0. That's who he's going to be. If you want to look at it, Vincent Jackson 2.0, who's Michael Pittman. That's who he is. And that offense, Frank Wright, Jim Irsay, they love the kid. They want him to come in there and really, really vie for that number one and number two spot. So he won. The Colts love him. They won. The Colts won. They can give, you know, give Phillip Rivers some weapons, man. Pascal's there. Paris Campbell's there. You know, um, T.Y.'s getting a little old. So I like it. I like it. I like it, man. Michael Pittman Jr., winner. Colts, winners. Um, Detroit, they are winners, man. This, Listen, please, Detroit. I used to love, I used to love Detroit um, when they had Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders is my favorite player of all time, if you don't know I'm a former running back, so like, Barry Sanders is was my guy that I patterned my game. You know, these are my guys. All right, I'm just gonna real quick sidebar. My guys, as a running back, I used to look at um, Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, O.J. Simpson, Gal Sayers. You know, those guys right there set set something for me. When I see it, I, they give me the eye. And when I used to run, I I, I, I took those guys juice and I put it in my juice and basically that's how I formed my running back you know mind and body so I I I love this guy DeAndre Swift man like I really do if if Detroit Barry Sanders man they used to they didn't have no team and Barry Sanders every year would rush rush kill people so Detroit had been really good at running the ball since him man honestly they ain't been good since him Every year they try to draft somebody and they think he's going to be the guy, you know, every year, somebody. If it ain't Abdullah, if it ain't this guy, if it ain't um, Carry On, if it ain't, you know, Todd Johnson, if it ain't, I mean, it's always somebody. Bo Scarborough, they draft somebody. I think DeAndre Swift can be that guy. I really do. Carry On's always hurt. He's been hurt the last two years. I don't like him. Get him out of there. He's a good backup. Cool. He's not a three down back. Get him out of there. So let him back up DeAndre Swift. I like it. You got Bo Scarborough there. You got Ty, Tyler Johnson there. Cool. Do your thing, Ty. But I think DeAndre Swift is the guy there. I think he's going to really, really, really take the Detroit Lions backfield and help him out tremendously. Matt Stafford's going to love this guy. Watch out you dumping, dumping out of the backfield. Trust me. I'm telling you, Detroit won. DeAndre Swift won. Winners, baby. They are winners. Um, the Colts came back and picked up. Now, the Colts picked up Michael Pittman Jr. Then they come back and get, boom, a huge player, the best running back in the game uh, of college last year. Jonathan Taylor, the Colts won. Jonathan Taylor won. You know why? Because Marlon Mack don't really scare me. I'm sorry. Naeem Himes don't scare me. They don't. Jonathan Taylor is a better running back than them. So if you take that into account, I know. Listen, if you look at it, it from from just straight looking at it, you're like, damn, man, he's got fucking all them running backs in the backfield, running back by committee. I get it. Yeah, it might be for a little bit. But trust me, Jonathan Taylor's talent will flourish. He's a better running back than Marlon Mack. He's a better running back than Naeem Himes. He's a better running back than Wink Wilkins. Trust me. Trust me. Stick with him. Jonathan Taylor will be the. He, hey, right now he lost, but he's a winner over time. That's the way I see it. Right now, right now, if you look at it, he lost. But I'm telling you, he's a winner over time. The Colts won overall. They won. To get two studs like this, that's crazy. 
Um, the Jags picked up LaVisca Chenault. LaVisca Chenault ended up with the Jags. I like it. He's, he could be a great number two. You know, the Jags are, they don't know what they want to do, man. The Jags don't know what they want to do. They trying to get rid of, they, they don't, they're not going to pick up a Leonard Fournette's option. It's, it's crazy, man. They don't know what they want to do. They've been trying to get rid of people for the last two years. Nobody really wants to do anything there. So they got Minchu, they got DJ Shark, they got uh, D.D. Westbrook. Come on, man. They ain't trying to do nothing. So I like LaVishka Chenault um, as a talent. I just don't know who he's going to be on that team because they don't even have really, they don't have an identity. Gardner Minshew don't know who he is. So I like LaVishka Chenault, but I just don't know. I don't know, man. I just, I like his talent, but the Jags, him going to the Jags, eh, he could have a big year. He could not. I mean, because they're going to be down a lot, so they're going to be throwing it. So he's a big time yak guy. I think he's had an opportunity to put up some numbers because there's no identity there. So if he comes in and he's the identity, then you never know. Um, it's kind of we're gonna just skip through different ones. I, Cole commit. I think he won going to Chicago. Chicago's looking for a guy there. They're looking for somebody. The Jimmy Graham is not the guy, but Chicago's definitely looking for a guy. Cole can go there and really lead the look and really kind of figure things out. Um, I think you know Chicago sucks. Um, because number one, they chose Mitch Trubisky over <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. So that's their dumbass faults. Um, but I think Chicago, they're going to, they're losers over there anyway. So whatever Cole commit, he's a winner. Um, but I think he's a loser because who's the quarterback. If Nick Foles takes over, watch out for Cole commit. If Nick Foles takes over, that's his, that's, he's a winner. As long as um, Mitch Trubisky's quarterback there, Chicago's losers. Cole commits losers. So, barring quarterback situation, is going to be what Cole does. Uh, KJ Hamler with Denver. Uh, Denver won because you got to think they needed weapons. I think who lost was Cortland Sutton. <laughs> Cortland Sutton. That Cortland's like, man, what the fuck, man? He thought he was going to be the number one guy. Noah Fant. He thought he was going to be the number one guy. You know, like number two guy. Them two guys was basically on the phone talking. They was like, hey, man, yeah, we're going to be running shit. Drew Locke, yeah, he loves us. Hey, John Elway was like, hold on, man. Let's get two new receivers. Let's let's just load up. And they picked up Ben O, uh, my, my boy Big O, you know? So um, they picked up a tight end. And, I mean, bro, they just picked up a whole new offense. So <laughs> you got to love the day. You got to love what Denver did. Denver are huge winners, but KJ Hamler, I don't know. He's a D-Jack guy, D-Jack type guy. We'll see where it goes. Um, Clay, Clay, Chase Claypool, Pittsburgh. We'll, we'll see. He's a. We'll see where he ends up. He's a winner because he ended up. He ended up on a good team. He's a big guy. He could be a Plaxico Burris type. Um, we'll see. Um, Cam Akers, I think, is a winner. Cam Akers is a winner. Winner, winner, winner. Chicken dinner. L.A. Rams, you are winners because you guys seen that Cam Akers is the guy that he is, and you seen it. Trust me, he's going to be that number one back there. Watch what I tell you. Cam Akers will be the number one back in L.A. I think if, if, if his talent is what I know it could be, Cam Akers is going to be the number one back there real soon. Daryl Henderson, sorry, brother. Um, uh, so, yeah, the Rams won. The Rams definitely won on that one. I mean, to get to get a guy of his talents, to get a guy of his talents at 52nd pick, I mean, you got to respect that. I love that. Um, L.A. Rams winners, winners. Cam Akers, winners. Um, Jalen Hurts, you're a winner because you ended up on a great squad. The Eagles, 
you're a winner because Jalen Hurts is a great player and he's just a great guy. So winner, winner, chicken dinner. I love it. Jalen Hurts with the Eagles. He he can come in and you know um, Wentz is going to get hurt. You know it. He's been hurt the last few years, so you know that's going to happen. So Hurts, some little insurance there. You got a great guy like Jalen Hurts to come in. Boom. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, after that, oh, Man, you know what? I, I mean, I really can't skip over these little guys. J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins is a winner, 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 because when you go to an offense like that, where you got Lamar Jackson, you got Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, who else we got? Oh, Justice Hill. And just the offense in general that runs, that's a win. Now, where he loses is... For the exact same reason, because you got so many backs back there. And you got Lamar Jackson, who's going to run the ball and score touchdowns. Lamar Jackson had 1,000 yards, you know what I'm saying? So Lamar Jackson's going to have 1,000 yards. Lamar Jackson's going to have touchdowns. And then Ingram's going to get his little five to eight touchdowns. And then you know they're going to put in um, one of the one of the two, uh, Gus Edwards or, or Justice Hill. They're going to play one of the two. So... Unless they get traded or cut, but they picked J.K. Dobbins. They liked him. I think he's he is a Baltimore type runner. Um, he got picked to the right spot. We just gotta filter through his other running backs and he and see where he lands. But he's got a chance. If he's the number one guy, he'll put up crazy numbers. So he he runs really hard. He can do it. I know he can do it. It's just you gotta hope that that offense gives him a chance. You know, that's all. You just hope that it gives him a chance because John Harbaugh and them. They love running the ball. They love the offense loves running the ball. So you, you gotta you gotta know that. So J.K. Dobbins definitely got a chance. Definitely got a chance. Uh we're gonna skip through a little bit. Um Denzel Mims, I think, landed in a perfect spot. He is a raw talent. I told my homie, he picked him in a um fantasy draft, one of my dynasty drafts that I'm doing. My my buddy Dino picked. Um, Denzel Mims, which was a great pick. The receiver from Baylor. I think it was a great, 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 great pick. You got to think he's a, he's raw talent, but the Jets are raw right now. You know, Jamison Crowder, Perryman, Le'Veon Bell. You know, like you got to think you add a raw guy who's six foot three, six foot four. He's a a Mike Evans-ish type receiver. If you remember Mike Evans coming out of um, Texas A&M, he was raw. He was raw. So I'm telling you, Denzel Mims, he got a chance. If he gets in there, learns, learns, learns to the receiver position, he's got the body. Sam Darnold will, it'll be perfect for him. So Denzel Mims landed up in, uh, landed in a really, really, really good spot too. Really good spot. Um, he's a winner. Denzel Mims is a winner. The Jets winners because you help out Darnold, you help, you give him more offensive weapons. And now, hey, let's see what he got. Let's see what he got. Um, before I. Before I uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? Before we started the third round, basically AJ Dillon got picked right there in Green Bay. I think, uh, what do I think about that? I mean, honestly, like AJ Dillon, Green Bay, Aaron Jones, you know, after this year, I mean, he's in a contract year this year. And then, like, he's not making that much money, but at the same time, you might want to trade him and get rid of him and get something for him because you're not going to give him the big money. You're not, nobody's getting that big. Todd Gurley money, unless you're like elite, 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 like elite, elite. And then again, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. The running back position's all fucked up right now. You know, they don't believe in it no more. So I think we got to watch out for that. But 
Um, I think AJ Dillon ended up in a kind of a good spot. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think he won, but the team lost. They should have picked a receiver. You know, all these receivers up here, you could have got one. You could have got one. So I don't know. Whatever. Give Devontae some help up there. I get it. A guy was hurt last year, but get him a little, get him a little help, man. You know, get him a little help. So AJ Dillon in a good spot, but I still think that's we'll see. But I think he might have lost. Um, he's in a good offense that runs the ball. He won, but they I think the Packers lost because they got Aaron Jones and they got Jamal Williams. But maybe Jamal Williams ain't shit. So, um, looking through, looking through, looking through. Oh yeah, my God, number seventy six pick, Keyshawn Vaughn landed in Tampa Bay. I think he won. I think Tampa Bay won. Ronald Jones Jr. is not the guy. Sorry. He's they've been waiting on this guy for two or three years now. He ain't done shit. And I think let's get Keyshawn in there. You know, let's get him in there, see what he can do. You know, he he he's got a great opportunity, man. He ran he ran the ball really hard at Vanderbilt. I think I think if he gets back there, he runs hard. Tampa Bay will love him. And he'll he'll bong just shoot to the top of that. So Keyshawn Vaughn, winner. Tampa Bay Bucks, winner. You know, they got, they are loaded. Tampa Bay's loaded, man. Tampa Bay is loaded. If you're telling me a rookie running back, think about this. If you're a rookie and you're stepping in with Tom Brady in front of you, only thing is, is you got to think the pass blocking. Tampa Bay is not going to stick a rookie running back in there who can't pass block for Tom Brady. Think about that. So that's the only thing. If he can pass block, he's in there. If he can't pass block, he won't he won't be in there. Because Tom Brady means too much. Tom Brady don't move that much. So you need somebody back there to pass block. You know? So if he can pass block, man, if you're hearing he's pass blocking, that means he's making a move. You know what I'm saying? That means you 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 hold on to him and he gonna he gonna be star. He fight. So Keyshawn Vaughn one, hey, pass block, Keyshawn. Pass block. I know you can run the ball. Pass block, baby. Um Let's keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Zach Moss landed in Buffalo. Um, I think it's kind of a good move because he's he's a different back than Devin Singletary. So maybe a nice little one-two punch. Um, Buffalo, I guess they won with this. Yeah, I mean, they, they need somebody like that, you know? I mean, he's a bigger back out of Utah. He's more of a one. He's a more of a one-two first down and second down back, you know. And then you got Devin Singletary who can be a third round or a second down back. So yeah, I think they won. They got a little, nice little young one-two punch to put there back there with Josh Allen. You got um, Diggs and John Brown and Dawson Knotts. Hey Buffalo, let's let's call that a win. Let's call that a win. Hey, the offense is set now. Um, I like that. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Let's skip through. Skip through. Skip through. Um, you know what? I love. Um, I think Anthony McFarland is a winner in Pittsburgh. If man, James Conner, hey, you never know. He don't really stay healthy. Jalen uh, Jalen Samuels is more of a receiver, so you know I don't know, man. Benny Snell back there, we'll see. But McFarland, I kind of like it. I think he won. I think he won. We'll see. Pittsburgh, they like they like him. I mean, he's 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 McFarland is a different back than Connor, so I think they'll they'll get something out of him. Um, but yeah, watch out for that one. I think he's a winner. He's a small little winner in Pittsburgh. Um, uh, let's see here. Oh, another guy. Sleep, sleep. Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson is a perfect number three receiver in Tampa Bay. 
Trust me, he won. Tampa Bay won right there. They love they another piece, another piece. You know, Keyshawn Vaughn and him. You know, what I mean, they, they just, the Bucks, man. You gotta love what the Bucks did, man. You really do. You really, really got to love what the Bucks did. I really like what they did. Um, I think the Pats, the Pats picked up two tight ends. Um, I think they made a little move, Devin Asayase. And then you got Dalton Keene. I think the, one of those guys is going to be the guy. So keep an eye on that one. Um, I think the Pats, you know, they 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 feel that need. You know, you lose Gronk, you lose all these guys coming up, and then you bring in you need you need to start grooming some more guys. So Bill Belichick, Bill uh, Bill Belichick knows what's going on. He's trying to you know he's trying to get his guys in there now. So I like it. And I'm gonna just throw a few more guys in. Eight, ooh, I picked this guy. I thought I thought it was really good. You know, Benjamin, he's a winner. He's on Arizona. Trust me, this guy, Kenyon Drake, if he starts acting like, you know, the guy he usually is and where he's inconsistent or he gets hurt, trust me, Eno Benjamin's going to step in there. I don't care about Chase Edmonds. Trust me, Eno Benjamin, he, he could be something. And last, lastly, Washington. Washington picked Antonio Gandy-Golden. I like him. He's a big guy at a Liberty, six foot four receiver. He could be, he could be one of those big, big, tall receivers, you know, if he if he gets in there and busts. But the only thing is, is like I say, I think he's a winner landing in Washington because they're still trying to discover that offense. They're trying to discover the offense. So I think he's a winner there. Um, but yeah, if he if he gets in there and learns, like I think he can and really grasp the stuff the stuff that they're doing in Washington. Dwayne Haskins is trying to throw it. You got McLaurin there. They looking for somebody who's going to be the second guy. Who's going to be that next guy? You know, who's going to be the next guy? So I think if Gandy Golden get in there, you could have a you could have something on your hands as a second receiver, maybe with the potential down the road. Dynasty, number one receiver. So watch out for him. Um, and lastly, Adam, Adam O. Albert O. Sorry. Albert O. Out of Missouri. That's my guy. He was the fastest tight end in the draft. Just look out for him. Just all. You know, I think Denver loaded up. Like I told you before, Denver won. They loaded up on a whole bunch of guys. Albert O was huge out of Missouri. He's like he's like one of those hybrid tight ends who can run routes, block. He just he can do it all, but he's more of like a like a hybrid receiver slash tight end. He can run, run, run. So like watch out for Alberto. I kinda like that. Um and yeah, that, that's the winners and losers, man. You know, hopefully your team was a winner. If they wasn't, then it is what it is. You know, like my team, the Carolina Panthers went all defense. They didn't even pick no offensive players. No offensive players. Thanks Carolina. Appreciate that, bud. Winners, losers, let's go. Sorry, guys, I didn't get a chance to get to some of the stuff that I want to get to because of the winners and losers segments. But there was a question that came in that I really wanted to get to from a fantasy football player from Encino. His name is Michael. Um, here, let's play it. And um, maybe I'll give him an answer. Maybe I can help him out. Hey, this is Michael. From Encino was wondering who you thought would be the 2020 NFL Rookie of the Year. Nice question, Mike. Who's going to be the 2020 NFL Rookie of the Year? Um, I'll give you an offensive guy. My offensive rookie of the year is going to be. Oh my goodness, man! Let's see here. Who's got? Let's see. Look, who's got an opportunity to do a little something? something? Okay, you know what? I think my offense of the rookie of the year will be Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is going to do a little something up there, man. I think Joe Burrow is going to come in 
and, and put up some nice little numbers in, in Cincinnati. I think Joe Burrow is going to be my offensive rookie of the year. Um, he's going to have a great opportunity, man. He's got, he should throw for about 3,500 yards. I think he'll throw for 20-plus touchdowns, and he might have two to three rushing touchdowns. He's a day-one starter. That's your rookie of the year. That's And my, my honorable mention, guys, you know, you got, I think, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is him and Clyde Edwards Hilaire will be battling it out because you got to think he's going to get opportunities. Um, he's going to be on a winning team. So that's another thing you got to throw in there. Clyde's going to be on a winning team. So I think Clyde, if anybody didn't think Clyde's got a chance to be rookie of the year, but I think Burrow, based on him being a quarterback and having opportunities to basically throw touchdown passes and do, do some stuff. I think, I think honestly, I think Burrow might be rookie of the year. It's going to be him or Clyde. So him or Clyde will be rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Thank you, Michael, for sending them in. You guys keep sending in your voice messages, man. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Zone Coverage. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm so blessed to have you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the Winners and Losers episode. Oh, man. That was some good information right there. So, you know, with that draft, just getting out of the way, hopefully some of these guys can turn into the guys that we we think they are, you know, hopefully, hopefully. I'm right there with you. Um, you know, it's some good. it was some good talent in the draft. So, you know, it was, it was some good things. I got some more episodes coming up. Uh, it's going to be, a, hey, we got a little wait now until some football is coming up. So I'm going to do some team breakdown and I'm going to do some strategies, you know. So we got some good episodes coming up. Keep sending me emails, guys. I love it. I love the questions. Keep sending them and keep hitting me on Twitter. You know, coverage underscore show. You know, that's zone. That's the zone coverage handle. Keep hitting us. Um, yo, man, keep your head up. Stay blessed. Let's get it. Zone coverage, baby. <laughs>